All right. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Iglap. Of course, it's me, Paolo. And before I start, I would like to apologize again to our viewers for tonight. Uh, we started a bit late. That was on my end. There were some technical difficulties. Uh, I hope for that to not happen again. But you know, I'd like to thank our guests for tonight for you know being very patient uh, with everything that happened in terms of technical difficulties. So yeah, before I start today's episode, I'd like to thank our sponsors first. I've been uh, failing to thank them recently, and you know they do deserve to be thanked. So thank you again to Swagat Indian Cuisine, to Mask and More Manila, uh, and to Derm Nature. Now, for today's episode, we have another candidate who is running for vice president. So I'm very happy that you know we have another episode where we get to meet the different candidates, uh, talk about them, their platform, their beliefs, you know, things like that. So for today's episode, he's running for vice president of the Philippines under the Democratic Party of the Philippines. He has had over, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 15 years of experience in government at different levels, and he's a conservative candidate who is pro-life. So welcome to IGLAP, uh, Mr. Rizalito David. Mr. David, welcome. Uh, isa magandang gabi sa'yo, Paolo, at uh, sa ating mga manonood. Great. So, Mr. David, before we start, no, um, our introduction for you was, you know, the very formal kind, you know, the kind where, you know, when, you know, it's kind of, um, what do you call this, an introduction that you'd see in like a LinkedIn and a CV, etc. But why don't you tell us a more personal side of Mr. David, like things that people would usually not know about you? Ah, okay. Yung uh, sa CV, no, Paolo? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, they always cry. <laughs> okay. Sorry, did you did you just say you always cry? I always cry when I see people, no, uh, living in poverty. Um, kasi alam mo, Paolo, lumaki ako sa hirap, eh, no? uh, ipinanganak ako sa tundo, doon ako lumaki, until such time na uh, I was able to pass uh, UPCAT, and I was given a scholarship to study at UP Los Banos. So alam ko yung ano yung hirap na dinadaanan ng mga tao. No? Uh, hindi ko na kukwento kasi baka maiyak na naman ako. <laughs> yung pinagdaanan ko nung bata ako. No? Pero pretty much, uh, I see that every day. No? Kaya nga minsan, pagka mag-isa ako... Uh, Pag naalala ko yan at nakikita ko yung ating mga kababayan, talagang tumutulo na lang yung luha ko. Eh, no? uh, that's the, yun yung aking softer side. No? But I can be very, well, very cerebral about all these things. Uh, but the more important thing is I'm able to mix yung emotions ko at yung thoughts ko so that I can I can ano I can think of things na na pwedeng magawa natin para sa bayan natin para naman mabawasan yung kahirapan ng ating mga mamamayan no I even wrote uh, a por- uh, a 42 point uh, parang uh, uh, platform no that I categorize in seven uh, uh, categories uh, which I call rebuild no because I, I feel that we, we, we need a rebuilding no, in this society and we need to have uh, changes in our government. Um, well, 
we're not gonna discuss everything uh, doon sa 42 points na yun, pero na-mention ko lang yun. Ano? So ano yung mga hindi alam ng tao? Essentially yun. Uh, iyakin ako eh, pagdating sa bagay na yan. Ano? Although, uh, for the most part ng bata ako, nung napasok ako sa UP, I was chairman of the uh, University Student Council no, for two years. Well, I was able to fight for our rights and our welfare. So during the time that I was chair, the university was not able to raise any of the fees no? from tuition to miscellaneous, library, dormitory, etc. No? Because I always use the, the lessons that our professors teach us in the classroom. And whenever I, I, I attend uh, committee meetings of the university, since I was a uh, ex-official member of all the standing committees in the university, yun ang ginagamit ko na argument against sa increases. No? Kung ano yung tinuro sa akin ng mga teachers ko, gagamitin ko. So for the entire two years, walang increases. No? It's only after that I finish my term that tuition fees, miscellaneous fees, library, dormitory, everything went up. I don't know what happened because I was already a graduate already. Then I I I worked in the university also. Pagka graduate ko, nagturo ako ng history, social science, and anthropology. Before I left for uh, well, uh, greener pasture, so to speak. During that time, because na iwan ang sweldo ng ng UP eh, personnel. So I was recruited sa Department of Environment and Natural Resources. Since ang background ko is sociology and environmental science, it became very easy for me no? to, ano, to blend in. And I was asked to, uh, to do community organizing. I was head of community organizing para dun sa Upland Development Program no? ng, uh, ng DNR. Uh, we had 16... Uh, project sites all over the Philippines. So I, I was handling the organizing for all those for all those 16 sites. Then after that, uh, just when I was uh, already enjoying the things that I was doing in the ENR, they wanted me to, to join the planning service. Kumbaga, nakita nila yung work ko, uh, yung potential ko to be a planner. No? So... The following year, I, I had to, to uh, kumbaga, uh, assume another higher post, in fact. No? Uh, it's a, it was a supervisory position, and I was only 28 years old during that time. I was the youngest supervisor uh, in an agency that has 26,000 people. No? Kaya sabi ko, ang bilis talaga nung karir, ano ko, no? uh, uh, direction ko. Kaya lang, uh, in the end, na ano ko eh, parang nag-bore ako. Yun yung problema ko. I, I tend to, to, to get bored pagka yung, kung, kung baga, yung ginagawa ko, eh, yung feeling ko hindi na nakakatulong doon sa gusto kong tulungan. Dahil pencil pushing yan eh, strategic planning eh, di ba, uh, Paolo? I was yeah. doing strategic planning, pencil pushing yan. Tapos pagbababa ako doon sa field, makikita ko hindi naman nangyayari eh, hindi naman ginagawa. So what for, di ba? So I had to uh, resign from my uh, permanent position. It was a permanent position, uh, a middle-level supervisory position. At that time, talagang 
Sabi ng mga tao, bilis naman ang akyat mo, parang gano'n, ano? Anyway, nag-resign na lang ako. And then that was the time that I joined the uh, uh, Senator Salonga and Senator Pimentel in the 1992 elections. And yeah. the rest is history. Uh, yun, pretty much like that. Uh, I can be very cerebral and I can be very emotional. That's That's me. That's me. And sabi nga ng ano, sabi nga ni Pope Francis, no? It is only through the tears, no? That you get to really understand yung ano, yung kung ano yung nangyayari sa bayan, no? Kasi pag naiiyak ka, nakiklens yung mata mo eh. So mas nagiging clear sa iyo ano ba yung nangyayari, parang ganoon. So I have that gift, that gift of tears na well, yun pretty much that's why I'm still here I'm still fighting uh, from the time I was 17 in the university up to this time that I'm already a member of the uh, I'm now a dual citizen no? dual Filipinos Filipino and senior citizen <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. David I wanted to ask you something quickly so you know okay. you mentioned your time in UP um, I don't mean to ask this because I want to know your age or whatever, but when you were in, you know, in UP, was it during martial law during that time? I mean, were you still in college when martial law was? Yes, um, uh, towards the end na, uh, of, martial, of martial law. Kasi pumasok ako ng UP 79. Uh, okay. Martial law was, uh, theoretically, was lifted in 83. Or rather oh. in 81, no? But then it continued on, actually. Parang on paper, lifted in 81 kasi dumating si John Paul noon. Eh. So kailangan i-lift yung martial law para hindi naman nakakaya kay Pope John Paul noon. No? Yun. So as there, yung, yung period na yun, alam mo, yun yung period na mas malupit ang military. Kasi nagwe-wane yung power eh. Nagwe-wain yung power ni Marcos and yung military during that time parang was not yet ready to give up what the power that it had no or it has during that time. So talagang ang patayan nun, gabi. No? Uh, in my case, I was 19 when I was uh, included in the um, order of battle of NISA in Southern Tagalog. I was number two in the list. Uh, that was uh, given to us na, Oy, uh, Lito, ingat ka muna kasi number two ka dun sa listahan ng order of battle. No? Since merong agreement ang ano, may agreement ang uh, UP administration and the Department of National Defense na hindi sila pwedeng pumasok sa university, hindi ako lumalabas. I seldom go out. Uh, lalo na kapag kami hulihan, Doon lang. Anyway, self-contained naman yung community. May dorm kami, may nandun ng food service. There's nothing much naman na mawawala kung hindi ka lalabas ng campus except na hindi ka pwede uminom, yung mga ganun, no? which I yeah. did not do naman much dahil allergic ako sa alcohol. Oh, okay. Uh, yun. Uh, so, nandun lang ako. Kaya hindi ako nahuli. Mm. But can I ask you, Mr. David, uh, because, you know, there are a lot of young people out there um, who, you know, don't really know their history that well, right? Especially when it comes to martial law. 
What do you mean by the order of battle? Sorry, because you mentioned that you're number two in that list. So could you explain what that list is exactly? Wanted list. It's a wanted list. Parang yung lista ng mga kriminal, wanted, most wanted, parang ganun. No? Sa military parlance, they call it order of battle. Kung baga, hinahanap ka talaga, wanted ka, ganun. Order so, of battle ang tawag doon. So I wanted to ask you, Mr. David, could you say right now, you know, with all honesty, with no political, you know, uh, with no political, like, um, sorry, I can't find the right word, but it's more of, with all honesty, could you say that during martial law, there were disappearances that were happening? Yes. Sa experience ko lang, ano, uh, meron akong doormate na isa, no, 18 years old, nahuli, tinorture, uh, Dinurog ang paa at kamay, tsaka yung panga bago binaril sa likod ng ano, no? dito sa may bato. So, umiiyak kami nung ibinalik sa university yun. Ano? Uh, doon namin inano, in, nagkaroon ng wake doon sa uh, university chapel noon. Ano? And then, uh, yung brad ko sa UPLB Writers Club, umuwi sa kanila, hindi na namin nahanap after, no? Uh, ang assumption namin talagang na-pick up, then wala na. So hinanap namin kung saan man siya pwedeng hanapin, wala na talaga. At to this time, hindi na namin siya nakita. Kaya yung name niya nandun doon sa bantayog ng mga bayani. No? Si, ano, uh, si Rodelo Manaog, no? uh, nandun doon yung pangalan niya. Meron akong dalawang uh, kaibigan na kasama ko din doon sa University Student Council mga Bicolano. Uh, well, they were doing uh, organizing work sa mga farmers. Uh, natulog sila dun sa isang bahay na kubo. Pinaulanan ng bala. Patay. No? Dalawa yun. Magkasabay. Marami. Marami sa aming hanay ng mga kabataan na yun, na, nung time na yun, na, na mga tigayupilos banyos, na mga nawala na lamang. No? Ay, yung iba na, patay na. No? Yung iba, mga nakasurvive na talagang minsan, ano na, parang disabled na. No? Sira, yung, kumbaga, yung psychologically, hindi na maayos. Meron yung physically, deformed na, yung mga ganon. No? Now, to say that uh, none, no, no atrocities happened during that time, is a big lie. No? It is a big lie. Yun yung narrative na pinapalabas ngayon ng ilang mga kampo, eh, no? na walang atrocities na nangyari. Eh ako mismo eh, nakita ko yun eh. Eh yung takot ko noon, no? hanggang ngayon daladala ko yun eh. Daladala ko yun kasi talagang yung, yung ano, hindi mo alam kung kailan ka uh, anuhin. No? There were times na nung nakakalabas na kami, nagkakaroon kami ng mga rally sa labas, matututukan ka ng armalite sa mukha. Diba? O, hindi ito yung mga ordinaryong rally, no? Hindi ito mga ordinaryong aktivista na katulad na nasa Maynila nung panahon na yon, pararilalo sa kalsada, di ba? Nagsisigawan, mga ganun-ganun. Okay, hanggang doon lang yun. Kami kasi, aside from being activists, we also do organizing work sa workers, sa farmers. No? Uh, kaya, kaya yun, even sa mga students, kaya yon nalalagay kami talaga sa ano sa mga, sa mga order of battle, no? Nagiging wanted kami lalo na sa kaso ko. Kumbaga sumisikat yung pangalan ko noon. 
sa Southern Tagalog, kung saan-saan ako nagkasalita, saan-saan mga rallies ako nag-a-attend at nagbibigay ng speeches o nagiging ano ng adjet propaganda, yung mga ganyan-ganyan. Kaya talagang mainit sa akin. No? In fact, I was able to prove that nung minsan na kumuha ako ng, ano, ng uh, NBI clearance, no? they did not issue it right away. I had to go to the intelligence office because I was being asked, nasa Senado na ako nun, eh? I was being asked, Sir, ano po ba ang ginagawa niyo ngayon? Sabi ko na lang, sagot ko na lang, eh alam niya naman kung nasan ako tsaka ano yung ginagawa ko eh. Ganun. Masyado ba mahaba yung record ko? Masyado mahaba eh. Kaya tinatanong namin kayo kung nasan kayo, kung anong ginagawa niyo. Eh, nagtatrabaho ko sa Senado, I was serving as senator during that time. Uh, as a as a head executive assistant. So I wanted to ask you, uh, Mr. David. So after all of that, right? Um, you know, all your experiences, your lost friends during martial law. What is your message to people out there? Not the camps who are spreading false propaganda and all of these things, but your message to people who question and believe it. What is your message to them? You know, simply lang, Paolo, uh, you frolic in the light. No? Happy and joyful for all the freedoms that you're experiencing right now because of the things that we did during our time. I don't want to discuss it because makes me emotional, no? Yung lahat na nagagawa nyo ngayon, hindi nyo naman magagawa yan kung hindi kami nakipaglaban nun eh. Hindi ito yung produkto ng EDSA, yung freedom na sinasabi natin, yung liberty na sinasabi natin, hindi ito yung produkto ng EDSA. Ang EDSA nangyari, no, culmination lang yan. Kami talaga yung lumaban noon. Sa amin yung mga namamatay, wala naman namatay na mga dilawan. No? Maliban kay Ninoy, wala namang napatay. Pero sa amin, maraming napatay, maraming nawala. Yung lahat ng pangalan na nandoon sa bantayog ng mga bayani, kami yun. Sa aming henerasyon yun. No? Kami yung nagbigay ng kalayaan talaga. Kaya dun sa ating mga kabataan, uh, Huwag niyang panimalaan yung mga ano, yung mga kasinungalingan na walang namatay. Yun lang sa bantayan na mga, mga ilan-ilan lang yun. Libo-libo po yung nawala. Libo-libo yung napatay. Even yung panahon na nagkaroon ng purging sa loob ng, ano, no, ng, uh, ng movement noon. No? Sino ba nag-instigate noon? Mga government agents. Kaya mismo dun sa loob ng movement uh, for 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 ano for freedom madaming napatay doon sila sila nagpatayan pero sino nag-instigate mga government agents military agents ganyan no na nag nag nagpanggap ng mga ng mga ano ng mga liberation warriors etc di ba Kaya ang pakiusap ko sa ating mga kabataan ngayon na 
yung inyong tinatamasang kalayaan ngayon, yung lahat ng nagagawa niyo ngayon, kung hindi kami nagsakripisyo ng panahon namin, hindi kayo magkakaroon ng ganyan. Yung EDSA, culmination lang yon ng mahabang panahon ng aming pakikibaka. No? Hindi ito nangyari ng isang araw, taon, maraming nabuwis na buhay no? dahil dyan sa bagay dyan. I'm sorry, uh, Paolo. I get I get emotional sometimes. No, I'm, I'm sorry to have opened an old one. Kasi yeah. yung hirap namin na dinaanan nun. Eh. Grabe. Grabe talaga. Pero yun naman ang inaalay namin ngayon sa bagong henerasyon, no? sa kamukha nyo, na wala kaming, ano, wala kaming uh, regrets. And even at this time, we continue on fighting. Kaya nga kami tumakbo. Eh. In fact, alam mo, uh, hindi mo lang naitatanong. Aside from, aside from yung, yung, it fell on my lap that I have to run for, for vice president. No? My intention was really to debate with President Duterte. Because during, uh, prior to the filing of the uh, certificates of candidacy, he was saying he is going to run for vice president. And he, he indeed filed, diba? A COC for vice president, only to withdraw after, diba? Yeah. After a few days. Kaya ako hinabol yon. Okay, it fell on my lap that I have to run for vice president on the eve of the deadline. But it was really my intention to, 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 to debate with President Duterte. Yan yung intention ko kasi talagang marami siyang ginawang kamalian na katulad din ang ginawa ni Marcos. In fact, na, 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 nalampasan pa nga niya eh. Ang official figures na namatay dyan sa, sa drug war na sinasabi niya, which is not really a drug war, no? It was a war among distributors of uh, of drugs, no? So war nila yon, hindi natin war yon, war nila yon. Ang official figure na sa mga ilang three thousand, six thousand. Pero media has been counting. Gano karami yung pinatay sa panahon na yon? Itong first two three years ni Duterte, nasa thirty thousand, thirty thousand plus. Ganong kadami. At gusto ko siyang tanungin about it. Kaya lang hindi na siya tatakbo, eh, di ba? Yun. Okay. Um, I have uh, two more questions regarding martial law. Then we'll, you know, move on, uh, Mr. David. I don't want us to, you know, to stay on this topic for too long, if that's yeah. okay with mm. you. So the first question comes from Janelle Inahala. So she asks, or she is asking, Hi, sir. Did you or or someone close to you file a claim under uh, Republic Act uh, 103-68? Well, yung isang ano, uh, yung yung founder namin sa Pro-Life Philippines Foundation, no, yung si Sister Pilar Bersosa. If you remember, merong movie na Sister Stella L, no, na starring Vilma Santos. Uh, essentially, that was her life. No? So, nag-file siya, uh, but not for herself. No? Finail niya yun kasi talagang nakulong yun. Eh. Pero yung kanyang natanggap na ano na compensation doon, no? uh, because of being a victim of martial law, 
atrocities of martial law. Dinonate din lang niya doon sa foundation namin, sa Pro-Life Philippines. So, ginamit namin doon, no? Yung uh, na ibigay na compensation, magkano yun? Mga, uh, I think, 50,000 pesos, no? So, yun, nagamit namin doon sa foundation yung pera. Hindi naman substantial talaga na malaki naging compensation. That, personally, I know. Meron yung mga natay kong nakasama na ano, nag-file din, pero hindi ko natinig na... na natignan kung sino sila. No? In my case, parang sa akin kasi, it was a sacrifice that I did out of the, well, the goodness of my heart because of what I uh, feel for my fellow men. No? Dahil nga lumaki ako sa hindi naman na napakamarangyang buhay, uh, mahirap din lang naman kami noon. Kaya parang sa akin, hindi ko kailangan nung ano, mag-file ng ng compensation, no, ng uh, mag-file para doon sa compensation na 'yon dahil ano 'yon eh, uh, it was a uh, it was uh, something that I did out of the the goodness of my heart, no. So, I don't need to be paid for that. Okay. And the next thing I want to ask you, Mr. David was, so in the last scene and vice presidential debate Uh, I think the question that was asked to you was, um, you know, I'm sorry. So you mentioned that in the VB debate that if Marcus Jr. would win and that, you know, if he would win, it would be very sad. So I wanted to ask you, uh, because I could tell back in the debate that maybe you're holding back when you gave that answer. Because he said that, you know, it would be very sad, but you would use the office of the vice presidency to be like the checks and balances. Right, if you want, but I wanted to ask you, uh, without having to have that particular, um, how would you say, finesse during the debate, you know, I want you to, you know, say how you feel right now. If a Marcus Jr. presidency does happen, what would be your reaction to it, or what what feelings would you have towards that kind of outcome? I will really be very, you know, very hurt. No, uh, well. Siguro hindi naman kaano dahil marami sa ating mga kabataan na sumusuporta kay Marcos ngayon hindi naman kasi na naiintindihan ko ano yung nangyari nung panahon na yon ano At the same time yung kung mananalo si Bongbong Marcos parang continuing sin yan eh Di ba sinasabi the sin of the son uh, the sin of the fathers not the sin of the son kung 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 naputol yung ano yung 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 panahon na yon pero yung yung nangyayari ngayon kasi kung ano yung kasalanan ni Marcos ngayon noon dala-dala pa rin naman continuing pa rin yung scene na yon dala-dala pa rin ni ni Bongbong Marcos kasi yung mga ninakaw nila noon hindi naman nila binabalik eh yung mga pinapatay noon hindi naman nila nirerecognize iba yung mga atrocities na nangyari noon yung mga injustices na nangyari noon hindi naman nila tinatanggap. Oh, dinideny pa nga nila in fact eh. 'Di ba na walang nangyaring ganoon, hindi namin alam 'yan, etc. So, the scene continues. So, it's really it would be hurtful on my part, no? Na makita ko yung mga kabataan natin na ipinaglaban namin itong kalayaan na inyong tinatamasa ngayon. Pagkatapos boboto kayo doon sa sa, sa pamilya no na nagpahira sa bayan nung panahon na yon 
gusto ko sana yung iparating sa ating mga ano eh mga kabataan lalo na eh no uh, bakit parang ganun? bakit uh, ano ba nangyari sa inyo dahil maganda lang bang magsalita si Bongbong at maganda yung kanyang projection sa social media eh papatusin niyo na at susuportahan niyo ay makinig naman kayo sa inyong mga magulang sa mga katulad ko na may apo na no may anak at apo na na naghihirap ng panahon na yon no Uh, sadyang nangyari yung karahasan sadyang nangyari yung pagnanakaw kaya kailangan eh, wakasan na natin ito tapos ang kapartner niya pa si Sara Duterte kumbaga kung ano yung ginawa ni Marcos ginawa rin na Duterte ngayon yung anak ng dating diktador tsaka yung anak ng present dictator nagsama pa eh hindi ba parang sampal na sa atin yan hindi tayo natututo sa kasaysayan no hindi tayo natutusot sa kasaysayan kung nagnanais tayo, Paolo, na isang mag, magkaroon na isang progresibo, uh, isang great nation as I call it, no? we can never have that until such time that we start learning our lessons. Lessons of history. No? Kailangan wag na nating i-deny na nangyari ang mga bagay na yan. Hanggat paulit-ulit tayo na ibinoboto itong mga tao na ito. Parang sinasabi na parang nangyayari niyan. Eh wala. Wala. Wala tayong natutunan, no? Wala tayong natutunan talaga. At we will never be a progressive nation until such time that we learn how to 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 ano, to learn, no? Learn unless we learn from our history. Okay, thank you, Mr. David. So one could argue about, it's very debatable if Marcos Jr. is good at speaking in anything. So we haven't seen him in any debate. So that's very debatable. But the next question I want to ask you is, so back in the day, you're actually with a party called Ankapatiran. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Yes, Kapatiran yeah. Party. Kapatiran Party, sorry. Uh, that was back in the day, I think 2013, if I'm not mistaken. 2010 right? to 20... Uh, 16. Okay. So my question is, uh, why did you leave that party and then join the Democratic Party of the Philippines? Well, I actually did not leave the party. The president of the party told me that I'm already a non-member. So, kumbaga, parang they, they kicked me out. No? Oh. Uh, This is okay. what happened. Okay. Para, well, at the risk of, ano, no? at the risk of uh, uh, opening up old wounds. No? Remember, I filed a, a co-warranto case against Grace Po. Yeah. In the Senate Electoral Tribunal. Yeah. Okay. A few days after I filed that, we had the meeting at, of the National Council of Kapatiran. The president of the party was uh, had photocopies of the article written by uh, what's his name, the professor from uh, Ateneo, Tony Lavinia, questioning questioning uh, my uh, intentions in in filing that co-waranto, and that uh, Grace is not a foundling and that he is qualified to run for president, he is qualified to stay as a senator uh, because 
wala namang nagbabawal kung ano no kung uh, ang status mo ay foundling the problem there is it, sa 1935 constitution malinaw naman 'yon no of which we are covered sa yung age namin na you cannot be a public official unless you are a natural born Filipino citizen no ang pwede yan mga local executives no pero yung mga uh, uh, government positions no pataas hindi pwede so yun yung final ko da- dala-dala niya yun at galit na galit siya sa akin bakit daw ako nag-file bakit hindi ko sinubihan ng partido bakit dahil at, at ako yung nag-file ng kawaran ko okay sabi ko eh hindi naman dapat party matter yan that is my personal ano No? Hindi naman lahat ng gagawin ko, kailangan ipapaalam ko sa partido. Hindi naman to political matter. Okay? It's a plainly legal matter, a plainly constitutional matter that has to be resolved. It's not, it's not political, really. No? So galit na galit siya sa akin doon. And then I told him, uh, apart from that, I'll be filing another case on Monday. No? That was, a, I think, a Thursday or a Friday when we had that meeting. On Monday, I'm going to file another case for misrepresentation of the part of Grace sa Comelec. Kasi when she filed their COC, she was saying that she is a natural-born Filipino citizen. So, iba na namang kaso yun. Ano? Kinawang reason ng ano, party president na ang maging agreement daw namin noon ay... Uh, kailangan papareview ko muna yung kaso doon sa aming member na abogado bago ko i-file. No? Ang usapan namin talaga doon sa meeting, ipa-file ko. Pagkatapos, re-reviewin nung, ano, nung abogado. Kapag sinabi ng abogado, in good order yung, ano, yung kaso, then the party will support me. Kung hindi, the party will not support me. Yun ang agreement, no? But pinalabas niya na, na ang agreement, i-reviewin muna ng abogado bago ko ipapile, which is wrong. No? Personal ko pa rin yun eh. No? Kung susuporta ang partido, maganda. Kung hindi susuporta, okay lang din. Pero itutuloy ko pa rin, di ba? Tuloy pa rin yun. Ginamit niya yung reason na hindi raw ako sumusunod sa agreement, hindi raw ako uh, gentleman doon sa mga pinag-usapan. Eh, pero yun ang pinag-usapan namin eh. No? So, leading to the filing of the COC, I was drafted, I was drafted by the, the general membership of the Kapatiran Party to run for president. Mga pari na miyembro na, na, na supporter ng partido at yung general membership na ang kasama dyan maraming, maraming lay organizations. Yun yung nagtulak sa akin. In fact, ayoko nung tumakbo. Umiyak yung, umiyak yung pari sa akin already during that time. 80 years old. Sabi niya, walang kandidato ang simbahan. Kailangang ikaw. Dahil wala tayong makuita. Wala tayong mapili. Doon sa mga nagpipresenta. Sinapilitan ako ngayon. So, tinanong namin ngayon itong party, party president. Magpa-file kami ng COC base doon sa drafting na ginawa ng general membership. Hindi, pumayag siya. Ang pumirma ng COC ko, yung secretary general, who was also 
running with me as my vice presidential candidate. Okay, we went to Tecomelec, we found our COCs. On the same afternoon, he came and uh, he, he went to the Comelec with a letter Now, whoever is uh, presenting himself as official candidate of Kapatiran is, ano, is lying. Imagine mo yun. Inalaw mo kami pag itawa sasabihin mo sa Comelec, I was lying or we were lying. Diba? Napahiya po kami doon. Uh, napahiya kami doon dahil talagang grabe yung ginawa niyang kabastusan. Tapos sinulat pa yun na isang major newspaper na hindi man lang kinuha kung ano yung aking ano, position tungkol sa bagay na yun. And so that's how it went. No? Kaya after that, talagang wala na ako. Umalis na ako sa partido. Dahil sabi ko, eh wala naman pala kayo ano eh. Uh, isang salita. No? Wala kayo, hindi kayo gentlemen. Yun ang agreement natin. Patas papahiya nyo kami. We were really embarrassed no? with what happened. And we had to spend so much para lang ma-depende na, ma 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 namin na kami legitimate candidates. But then, even if it went out to the, if the matter went up to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court did not touch it. Ang ginawa lang ng Supreme Court ng issue, ng issue ng minute resolution that it's a matter that is best addressed by the Comelec. But the Comelec is already, ano eh, kumbaga, namili na sila kung sino lang yung kandidato ipapasok. I was number six in the Presidential Preference Survey of December 2015. By January, they took me out of the list. I was replaced by the number eight in the survey. That's how it happened. That's why I left the party. Ayoko na sanang pag-usapan ito pero parating na itatanong yan sa akin eh. Na parang lumilitaw ako yung may kasalanan. Wala ako akong kasalanan. Yung palapong presidente namin ng partido noon, ang gusto niya sana dalhin yung partido at suportahan si Grace po. Eh since hindi na niya magagawa dahil dun sa nangyari, ang ginawa nila, ang posisyon daw ng partido ay boycott. Boycott the elections of 2016. What for? That was not even discussed by the general membership. Only a handful of, of old men decided to boycott 2016 elections. What for? What is there to boycott in the 2016 elections? Diba? I mean, ano tayo magawa ngayon? Tapos na yan. Yeah, I think, um, I guess, when, I'm sure you also think this, one of the reasons why that gets brought up is you were a very um, important member of that party back then. You ran for senator twice, if I'm not mistaken, um, under that I even, party. I even, ano, Paolo, I even went up against uh, President Duterte during that time. I filed the disqualification case against him. Yeah. Uh, alam mo, yung... I had ano yung 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 pati yung pamilya ko noon ano eh inaharas ng mga supporters niya no I I I had to write an open letter to him uh, telling him na if you're the leader of this group no tell them not to do that this is our ano uh, kumbaga this is our away 
No, hindi kasama ang pamilya dito, hindi ko naman sinasama ang mga anak mo, huwag niya isama yung mga anak ko, pamilya ko. Ganun, no? Did so, person respond to your letter? They, they, they simply stop harassing. Yun yung response na nangyari. Yun. So, yung pretty much I did what I'm supposed to do as as uh, someone who advocates ano, uh, rule of law. No? Sa kaso ni Grace po, matter of rule of law yun eh. Hindi naman siya dapat talaga pwedeng tumakbo sa national positions. No? Kasi hindi siya natural born Filipino citizen. Sa kaso naman ni Duterte, hindi siya pwedeng tumakbo ng presidente kasi illegal yung substitution na ginawa nila sa PDP laban. Because, si, because yung undersecretary ngayon na tumakbo noon, ang ginamit na form pag-file ng, ng, ng candidacies, the form for mayor. Yet they was running for president. Tapos only to be replaced by, by substituted by uh, Mr. Duterte. So what has, ano ba yung tiyatakbuhan niya? Presidente ba o mayor ng Pasay? Di ba? So marami akong experience na ganyan. And even during the time na presidente na si Duterte, meron ako mga death threats. May mga death threats sa akin kasi iilan na lang kami noon. Nung, yung anti-Akino movement noon, ang dami-dami namin. Nung nanalo si Duterte, marami dun sa anti-Akino movement members. Nag-Duterte na, iilan lang kami natira. Yet, Lumaban parang kami nang lumaban uh, during that time I was ano a uh, commentator no a radio commentator sa Radio Veritas so dinidiscuss ko yan no uh, two times a week dinidiscuss ko yung mga nangyayari na yun so sa talagang hinahagas ako may mga death threats ako so okay lang sige tuloy lang minsan talaga nakakatakot minsan nasa harapan mo na, Sasakay ka ng kotse, nasa harapan mo. Nakatingin lang, nagte-text, hindi nagsasalita. Yung mga ganun, no? Yung alam mo na sinusubaybayan ka, pinupuntahan yung bahay kung saan ka nakatira. Kunwari, nagsasurvey. Pero actually, minomonitor na yung activities mo. No? Yun yung mga experiences ko. Nung experiences ko kay Marcos, mas itong kay Duterte. Now, should I be happy if they win? Definitely hindi, di ba? Oh, yung pinaglalaban ko naman ay para sa ating lahat, hindi naman para sa sarili ko. Wala namang masama doon ay paglaban mo yung karapatan mo eh. Oh, karapatan ng mas maraming tao. Tinuloy-tuloy ko lang kung ano yung ginagawa ko, di ba? It's, it's a mission that was given to me and I have to do it. All these things that I've done from... From the time I, 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 I had my consciousness as a child, up to this time, these are all in, divinely inspired. Although for some, some in, in, at some point, hindi ko na-recognize that in, divinely inspired yan because nawalan din ako ng time noon, na nawalan ako ng pagkakataon na pag-aralan ko maigi yung faith. Eh. Diba? So after a while, na-recognize ko yung presence ng God, etc. Doon ako nag-umpisa na, oo nga pala, no, lahat ng nangyayari sa buhay ko, no, these are all divinely inspired. No? 
So it's really a mission that I'm carrying out hanggang ngayon. So if you will ask me, are you prepared to become vice president? I've always been prepared. I've always been prepared because I consider all the little things that happened to me from the time na, na nagkaroon ako ng isip up to this time as preparations to handle higher office. Because here, you can serve a lot of people based doon sa mga natutunan mo sa iyong pananampalataya. Diba? Na maging mabuting tao, maglingkod ng tama, malay ng Diyos, mahalin ng kapwa. Yan yung mga basic eh. Yun. So, yan. Sinasabi ko na, I'm prepared. I'm prepared for anything. Okay. Uh, Mr. David, sorry. So, you know, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for you know opening up old wounds. But sorry, I wanted to ask. So from Kapatira, you went to DPP. So why did you choose them over other possible parties? Paolo, uh, to be honest, it fell on my lap. Uh, Dr. Mantayongarior was running under DPP. And there were negotiations for some other politicians to, to become his vice presidential candidate. Not, uh, may ma- nag- nag-fail yung mga negotiations na yun. Kaya ako yung, kumbaga, last minute na ano na choice. no? Because I manifested din naman na, na I'm willing. But then, when I decided na ayoko na, saka naman sila tumawag ulit at sinabing, you are now DPP. We're drafting you as your vice presidential candidate of DPP. Eh, sabi ko, eh, magpapaalam muna ako doon sa iba kong makakasama sana. No? So, pumayag naman sila. Kaya ako tinanggap na that was on the eve of the final day of filing. October 7, ng, ng late, late evening na. Kaya early morning, nagra-rush ako nun para i-file ko yung ano, eh, COC. But you don't miss the deadline, yeah. Yeah. I even had to, to ano, yung kona, no? kunin yung ko na sa presidente, ganyan-ganyan, para ma-file ko na kagad. So sa akin, ang feeling ko doon, hindi ito, ano, kagustuhan ko. Kasi binigay sa'yo yung mga pagkakataon, eh. Ayaw mo na, pero binaba pa rin sa'yo na gawin mo. Kailangan mong gawin. Kasi ang importante dito, Paula, not, eh, in everything, hindi naman parating ang, ang, ang hinahanap mo ay maging successful ka. Diba? May mga bagay kang dapat na gawin dahil faithful ka dun sa ginagawa mo o sa paniniwala mo. Hindi naman yan parati na kailangan kung meron kang gagawin na isang bagay, kailangan mag-succeed ka. Hindi ganun yun. In my case now, even if I don't win, at least napahatid ko yung mensahe kung anuman yung mission na gusto kong ipahatid no? sa ating mga kababayan. Uh, yun nga, na pag nagpapag-usapan yan, ano ba yung mga problemong nakikita ko? No? Well, later on, probably you will ask me about it. So, yun, the message is more important than my person. I may lose, but the more important thing kapag yung mensahe ay tumanim sa isip ng maraming tao, maganda na yun. No? Pero mas maganda talaga kung mananalo ako kasi magagawa ko, di ba? yung mensahe na ipinarating ko, magagawa ko. Wala naman na akong, ano, wala na akong 
Kung nabiga, I've been there, I've done that eh. So wala na akong iba pang iniisip. Wala akong attachment to property. Wala akong attachment to anything. Hindi ako mahilig dun sa mga pleasurable things, etc. No? So sa akin, pagka binigay mo sa akin tong trabaho na ito, akong naging vice presidente, gagawin ko yung dapat kong gawin. Na makakabuti sa bayan, hindi para sa sarili ko. Kasi tapos na ako dyan eh. Masaya na ako sa nangyari sa buhay ko eh. Oh. But then, meron mas higher purpose that I have to live for no? and fight for. That's what I've been doing. All right. Uh, before we continue, uh, Mr. David, I just want to remind our viewers. So if you have any questions for VP candidate David, please just uh, comment them down below and we'll try to get to your questions. And also, for our viewers, we have four categories of questions. I just want them to know. So not in order, the categories of questions will be about COVID, um, Mr. David's religiousness, uh, his running mate, uh, Mr. Montemayor, and of course, about himself. So I would like to get to the first category, uh, Mr. David, which is we'll start with um, your running mate, uh, Mr. Uh, Montemayor, right? So my, the first thing I want to ask you is, so you did mention that the VP slot under DPP fell into your lap, right? That you were the last minute candidate, all of these things. But why did you agree to become Mr. Mayor's um, candidate for vice president? What is it about him that made you agree? Well, for one, uh, credentials-wise, academic preparations-wise, no? he is the most qualified. He's a doctor. Uh, he, he topped the board exams for physicians. He taught the board exams for medical technologists. Then he became a lawyer also. He loves to study. He has PhD in economics from UST. He has an MBA degree from UP, Diliman. Huh? He teaches, he writes books. Wala siyang siguro, masasabi natin kung, kung limited yung kanyang uh, uh, experience in running government. But then, everybody starts from there. You must have the, the, the academic preparation somehow no? uh, to understand how government works. So yun, preparation, uh, academic, academically and, and, and uh, professionally is the most qualified among the candidates that are running. So tanungin mo siya about the economy, he can answer you, no? Na maayos, business, ma, uh, matatanong at tanong ka tungkol sa constitution, kaya niyang sagutin. Tungkol sa mga sakit, sa COVID and everything, kaya niyang sagutin. Okay. So, ano pa nga hanapin ko? Wala naman siyang karanasan na maging korap, no? unlike the other candidates. Wala naman siyang baggage. So, ano pa nga hanapin ko? So, tinanggap ko na. Okay, so the next one I want to ask you, um, Mr. David, I'm sure you're very familiar with this. So back in the president, presidential debate uh, in last February under CNN, Mr. Montemayor asked Isco Moreno if it was true that he got uh, $50 million from Bill Gates for his campaign. And uh, when he was asked by Isco Moreno where he got that, he said it was all over the news and 
when asked which outlets, he could not name one. Then I think it was around a week or so after he was being interviewed by Carmina Constantino. Um, and he said that he was told this. So it wasn't written anywhere. He was just told he had sources and he didn't want to reveal his sources. And then he accused um, uh, news networks such as ABS, CBN, and CNN of being paid, whether it's by Isco Marina or not, to hide that fact. So I wanted to ask you, um, what was your, your reaction to this when both of those events happened? I was watching that, Paolo, uh, that episode. Well, I felt sad. The, the debate or the one of Carmina? Sorry, sir. I just wanted one to... One of Carmina. Carmina. All right. Sure. The, oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, it was sad because sometimes si, si Dr. Montemayor, no? si Doc Joey, he gets so excited, no? Uh, sometimes he utters certain uh, things na ano na nabibigla siya. Uh, so I guess you just have to forgive him for that, no? Uh, but hindi naman siya outrightly nagsisinungaling about it. Probably uh, he got the information, then hindi niya nakuha yung exact details, and then he said it, no? Siyempre, pagka tinanong mo, uh, pinuwersa mo ng tanong, hindi na niya may bibigay yung ibang detalye, no? Uh, yun lang naman ang nangyari doon. No? But he, he never intended to lie. Perhaps, hindi maayos yung information na nakuha niya, kaya hindi kompleto. So, in, 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 the, in an effort na hindi naman siya maipit doon sa mga questions, he had to say certain things. No? Because he was so excited na sabihin. Eh, no? So, Hindi ko naman tinignan na, ano, na masama yon Kaya lang talaga hindi siya sanay dun sa mga ganyang bagay. No? Ano, minsan he gets so excited. Pero uh, he never meant to lie about it. Yeah. Um, I don't think he was lying or anything. I don't think that was his intention, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Puppet. I don't think so as well. But of course, when you're running for you know president or vice president, when you get information, you also have to double-check everything, right? Uh, because, you know, like for you, Mr. David, I could tell you right now, oh, you know, this call was paid $20 million by Bono for his campaign. But, of course, since you're running for vice president, the second highest office in the land, mm-hmm. and Mr. Montero is running for president, you have to double-check these things. So, you know, you mm-hmm. mentioned uh, Mr. Montemayor's background, which is very impressive. I mean, being a lawyer in itself is difficult, then being a doctor in itself is very difficult. When you put those things together, do you even have time to sleep, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, we're not. I'm not questioning his credentials whatsoever because it's clear he has all of those degrees. But it's more about having the experience, uh, especially during a campaign like this, because in a campaign like this, you know, you guys are coming out as we're the alternative choice. We're the choice. We're in. You know, we're, we're not trapos or all these other words. But when you come out, you know, having these claims, whether your your intention is to lie or not, let, let's not add that, okay? I mean, I don't think he was trying to lie or anything. Maybe he was just given really false information. But do you agree that he should have double, tripled, quadrupled, checked everything before bringing it on the stage in the CNN debate? Yeah, I told him about it. I told him about it uh, right after the episode, no, right after the debate. Uh, when we were out of the venue already, I was telling him, uh, you should have checked, etc. Yeah, yeah, sabi niya na yan, medyo, ano, no, uh, 
medyo na meron siyang kahinaan dun sa bagay na yon. Pero pretty much siya, he's a good guy. Uh, I think he can be a good president if he's given the opportunity. Even with that blunder of his? Yes. Uh, lahat naman nagkakaroon ng popa eh. Diba? Lahat. Lahat naman ng presidential candidates, lahat ng vice presidential candidates, nagkakaroon lahat kami ng ano eh, mistakes. No? Nagkakaroon ng popa kami. Uh, even si Lenny, for that matter. No? May mga errors siya sa mga information yeah. niya. No? Uh, si Naping, si Pacquiao, no? maraming mga hindi nagtutugma yung mga sinasabi or hindi tumatama yung sagot sa mga sa mga katanungan no uh, i think lahat may weaknesses na ganun eh so si Dr. Joey mayroon siyang ganung weakness so yeah, I'll forgive him for that but he is a good guy he can be a good president if he is given the opportunity so the next part i wanted to ask you for my question was so i get that part but when he accused um outlets such as CNN and ABS-CBN of being paid. That's why they weren't reporting that. When Carmina, you know, had to say that, you know, I can tell you that the station does not get paid to hide news or all these things. Mm-hmm. What is your reaction to that? Because that is a huge accusation right there. Because, you know, ABS, CNN, uh, GMA, all of them have been known to fact check. You know, if they make mistakes, mm-hmm. of course, they edit their articles and things like that. But accusing them of basically accepting a bribe to hide you know certain information that is a huge accusation so i wanted to know what did you tell uh, mr montemayor after that after after that interview i we we spoke about it uh i, I even told him that you know uh, you cannot say that carmina is the daughter of rc no? renato constantino uh and uh by by uh by marriage happens to be also close to us kasi yung kanyang yung kanyang auntie um, rather yung kanyang uncle no uh, in law no si Randy medyo meron kaming ano no uh, relations no but i i apologize to ano to to Carmina when it was my turn to in, uh, for her to interview me i apologize to her tungkol dun sa nangyari yeah, I, I saw that yeah oo uh, dahil nga ano sabi ko sometimes you get excited talaga eh no na uh, naipit siguro ganun yung naging response pero I don't think he meant it kaya lang talaga yun na lang yung siguro pumasok sa isip niya or perhaps he may have known certain media people in other engagements no na tumatanggap Kaya naisip niya tuloy na posibleng may tumatanggap na ibang tao. No? E nagkataon si Carmina yung kausap niya. E matino yun. No? Of course, we know that in media, marami naman tumatanggap. No? Um, for, for that one, Mr. David, I, I honestly don't know that. I mean, I, I don't want to agree with that statement because I personally don't know anyone in media uh in that aspect well, uh, is I, not, I mean i'm not i'm not saying that you're accusing anyone mr David. no i'm not i'm not accusing uh, anyone directly yeah, yeah but with the work that i've done for the senate i was handling media also during yeah. that time no uh alam ko naman na meron tsaka pinag-uusapan naman yan sa mga coffee shop sa mga inuman namin ng mga media persons no okay. uh, madalas nila akong kasama naging barkada rin ako ng kunwari nung mga time na yun sina Sina John Bautista ng Channel 7, si si Arnold Clavio, 
mga mga dating reporter na mga naging editors na ngayon no meron kaming tinatambayan noon paggabi after ng trabaho nung nagkakainan nag counting uh, inom ganyan na pag-uusapan naman yan so alam ko naman alam ko naman na merong mga taong ganon no? pero hindi naman lahat meron lang ilan no na ganon no but i'm not accusing ano no directly course, right yeah. now yeah well, i just also make it clear as well but yes. uh so here's the thing um you know the way you explain it uh it shows that you have a lot of experience obviously and that you wouldn't make those kinds of blunders obviously yes 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 mm. but here's the thing um because you kept mentioning that mr montoyer montemayor uh, was very excited you know because he heard certain things that's how he just blurts them out right uh but the thing is as a president you should be able to you know to hold your excitement i guess and make sure that the information you're given is correct right i mean mm -hmm. i'll give you an example let's say uh the operation that killed um bin laden under the obama administration in the u.s right that whole operation you know there's a lot of checks and balances you know triple quadruple even i guess a thousand mm -hmm. times of checking the information before obama said okay you know what let's do it let's go at, you know kill osama bin laden uh mm -hmm. but you know Again, you mentioned that Mr. Mondaner is so excited, you know, maybe because he's a novice and all of this. So the thing is, in terms of academic background, sure, he is one of the most qualified because of everything he's accomplished. But in terms of being actually ready for the job, you know, these two blunders are quite big, right? I I do understand that, uh, Paolo, na mga blunders yun, pero that should not define him as a person and that should not define him uh, on whether he will be a good president or not. There's more serious blunders that that were created that there were that uh, were uh, that happened no, among other presidential candidates. No? Pero hindi natin tinitingnan yun na that would define them uh, na kung magiging mabuting leader sila o magiging maayos na leader sila o hindi. No? So let's just kumbaga, when you have the opportunity to talk to him, you can always ask him again about those questions, and then, and then, let's see what he will say. No? But we have discussed it already. Na next time you be careful about these things because, because uh, marami talaga na closely observing us kung ano yung behavior natin, manners natin, mga sasabihin natin sa mga interviews. Yeah, understood. No, that's a very fair point. So thank you, Mr. David. So I just need to ask this just so that it's clear to all my viewers. Do you believe that uh, Ms. Comoreno got $15 million from Bill Gates for his campaign? I really don't know. I really don't know. What was, uh, what was mentioned in the news, I, uh, I understand, is 50 million pesos for sanitation purposes. Yeah, for the sanitation purposes. Hindi ko alam about the 15 million dollars no? uh, na na-mention na napag-usapan. Pero yun nga, uh, how can we check now? Uh, basta ang alam ko lang, yung 15 million pesos na for sanitation purposes daw, uh, building yeah. of toilets, etc. Yun yung nandun sa news noon. No? Yeah. So the next thing I want to ask you to close out this category before we go to the next category is um, in terms of 
verified news outlets such as ABS-CBN, GMA, CNN, Raptor, etc., do you trust the news that comes from these news outlets? Most of the time, yes. Most of the time, yes. Unless I get to speak with uh, some other authorities uh, in so far as certain information are concerned. Uh, Siyempre, may mga kaibigan ka rin sa media nagtatanong katotoo ba yung inilabas na ganito, etc. Alam mo naman ngayon, eh, uh, madaling itwist yung mga information. No? Uh, so, minsan, iibahin mo lang yung angle ng presentation ng material. Iba na yung meaning. Iba na yung story. Iba na yung narrative. No? Angling lang yun. No? So, you have to check. For example, meron akong call. No? Uh, I made an appeal last Thursday. For those who are, ano, for, for, for us, running for vice president and those running for president to consider unifying no having a single ano a single candidate to push uh, and support no against uh, Marcos and and, and, and Sara Duterte no? so yun ang galing sa akin yun no base doon sa discernment ko tsaka doon sa nakikita ko figures yung tendencies na nakikita ko na talagang malaking posibilidad na manalo si si Bongbong at saka si Sara. And I do not want that personally. So I'm asking also the other candidates, kung mahal mo ang bayan, pag-iisipan mo ito, na, na hindi na maulit yung nakaraan, no? yung nakaraan ng martial law at itong nakaraan ng Duterte administration. No? So, parang ngayon, may sumapo dun sa ano na yun, naging iba na yung angle, parang sinasabi na si Si, si Lenny daw ang nagpo-push nung unification na yun. Pero the, the very idea started prior to the filing of COCs. Eh. No? I even mentioned na uh, it was really Senator Ping Lacson who introduced the idea na, o oh, sige, during the campaign, kung sino yung pinakamataas ang ratings, yun ang supportahan natin. Yeah. Para so, talagang si, ano, si Bang Wong at si Sarah. So, so ganun din yung idea ko. Yeah, so I want to ask you, Mr. David. Uh, so let's assume you know you gave that um, idea, right? Then suddenly, maybe tomorrow or whatever, uh, all the candidates, whether president or vice president, agree. Sure, let's do it. But you know, when they base it on the survey, um, the second one is Lenny, and for VP, if I'm not mistaken, the second one is Tito Soto. Yeah. So are you guys? Would you be ready, you and Doctor Montemayor? Montemayor, would you guys be ready to drop your to drop your candidacy and support Aleni and Tito Soto tandem? I personally am ready. If that will be the only way by which we can defeat Marcos and Duterte, I personally will support that. Particularly Soto. Uh, Soto Senator Soto has been an ally uh, in the pro-life movement. I know that he is a decent man. No? He loves his wife very much. Uh, I think uh, he is given counsel by his wife also. That's why he's so pro-life and pro-family. Yun. Uh, sa kaso naman ng, ni, ni Lenny, uh, marami naman sa mga katoliko, no? uh, sa clergy or even dun sa lay leaders no? na naniniwala sa kanya na magiging maayos siyang presidente. 
So para sa akin, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to ano, give it a chance. No? Kung yun yung posibleng pamamaraan, kung paano may iwasan ang pagkapanalo ni Bongbong at saka ni Sara Duterte. Ngayon, hindi ko pa natatanong si, ano, si Dr. Joey about it because nung sinabi ko yan only last Thursday and we haven't met yet to discuss it. Probably towards the weekend, uh, we can discuss it na rin no? seriously. Kasi yung lumabas na survey ngayon talagang from uh, from the January survey prior to the campaign period mataas na yung ano mataas na yung rating ni ano ni nung dalawa no bumaba no towards the end of January ng a few points then they were able to regain it again no uh, I don't know kung kung may problema dun sa methodology ng survey or talagang yun talaga yung sentiments ng tao na ng, 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 ng ating mga mamamayan. Kasi parang, parang nangyari, uh, noong January 60, sa Pulse Asia, towards the end of the January, nag-50 siya under SWS survey. No? So, hindi ko alam. So, two ano different yung... surveys actually. Two different survey companies. Oo. Uh, hindi ko alam kung ano yung flock doon. <laughs> Tapos biglang ngayon, yung end of February na na ano na survey. Bumalik sa 60 na naman, di ba? But that's uh, under um Pulse Asia. Pulse Asia, yes. Pulse Asia of January is the same as Pulse Asia of February. 60. I mean, we could um debate whether the methodology is wrong or if, let's say chumamba lang that the 2400 people that they surveyed Yes. Same sentiment. Mm-hmm. I would rather not get into that because you know. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we all know that surveys have never truly been um, that reliable, especially this early in any campaign. Yeah. Uh, in any country, actually. So you know, let's just see where that goes. So I want to end um, the one of Dr. Montemayor there for that category. Thank you for answering that. And now I want to go to COVID which is something that we're still, you know, fighting right now. So my first thing I would like to ask you is, you know, from, let's just make it from letters A to F, right? A being, A, sorry, A plus to F. A plus being perfect, F for being failure. How would you grade the overall COVID response of the Duterte administration? It's very one thing. So could you give uh, in, in many respects, no? Uh, for one, uh, late na sila nag late na sila gumalaw no na nakapasok na dito and everything pagkatapos kung ano-ano yung mga restrictions na ginawa nila they called for ano they they locked down entire the entire Luzon area when when the infection was still in Metro Manila so that affected the economy tremendously tremendously ang laki nang nawala sa atin no no tapos uh, while some doctors are saying na uh, we can do this to to ano to uh, lessen the spread no 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 uh, virus but but ang ang gusto ng DOH hinihintay niya yung tungkol sa bakuna 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 no? hindi nakapag-roll out kaagad no nung bakuna na sinasabi nila kasi yung uh, yung uh, yung uh, obligation ng ng manufacturers na bayaran ng indemnification yung mga magkakaroon ng uh, adverse reactions doon sa bakuna 
ayaw pumayag ng mga manufacturers. So, it took Congress to come up with the law na that includes indemnification doon sa mga adversely affected. No? They, I think they set aside 500 million only. 500 million only no? for indemnification that will be given out by PhilHealth. Again, PhilHealth is not purely government money. PhilHealth is the money of people like us paying our premiums, right? And yet, government is 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 uh, obligating funds from from PhilHealth, which is not totally government's money. Okay? So, diyan pala marami ka nang sabit, eh, no? Bakit ayaw ng manufacturers na iano yung indemnify yung mga tatamaan adversely, di ba? Yeah. But uh, can I ask you, Mr. David, sorry, um, I appreciate you giving us a background. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. But if you were to give them a letter grade, what would you give them? Letter grade? Yeah, from A plus to F. Well, I believe it's a failure. So you'd give the Duterte administration an F? Yes, yes. Uh, with respect to, in the context of how much we spent for it. Yeah. No? And what was how much, and And how much we lost. Yeah. We spent trillions and at the same time, we, we lost trillions. No? Parang doble. Doble. Nangutang ka ng trillion, tapos nawalang ka ng trillion, doble. So to me, that is really bad management, bad handling. It was really a failure. So the next thing I want to ask is, let's let's um, live in a fantasy world for the next one minute, right? So let's say that back in 2016, both you and uh, Dr. Montemayor ran and you both won. Dr. Montemayor as president and you as VP back in 2016. Then this COVID happens. How would the, how would the Montemayor and the VID administration, how would you guys have done it? Or how, how would you have guys handled it? We would have called for a summit of all stakeholders, not only the scientists and doctors, all businessmen, ordinary people representing ordinary people, so that we would know the 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 pulse of everyone. Uh, hindi ito dapat na dapat na gobyerno lang ang mag uh, mag uh, sasagawa nung kung ano man ang dapat gawin kailangan ito government and private sector even ordinary people should know or should give their opinion on what to do uh, sa sa side ng uh, knowing what the virus is all about that should have been uh, given an ano uh, an opportunity to be discussed by the scientific community kasi even during the time that we're nag-roll out na nga itong vaccination, no? Eh, may mga doktor na nagsasabi, hindi naman lahat, uh, hindi naman pwede na puro vaccines lang. Meron namang gamot talaga, eh. May mga propraxis na pwedeng gamitin, no? Ang bagal nga yung naging response ng government insofar as uh, looking for alternative uh, cure or prophylaxis for that matter, no? Uh, kunwari, uh, yung virgin coconut oil pala pwedeng gamitin pero hindi natin agad nalaman kasi late na yung research na ginawa no uh, yung palang mga 
dahon-dahon natin diyan sa tabi-tabi o yung ating bawang, sibuyas, no? Uh, itong uh, uh, luya ay eh, pwede pa lang gamitin na panggamot, no? Hindi natin na nagawa agad 'yon. 'Yun yung pagkakamali. Ang bagal natin talaga, ang bagal natin talaga. 'Yun yung problema natin sa gobyerno eh. Masyadong bureaucratic na even they the, the research uh, functions ng ng ating mga science agencies. Bumabagal kasi there's too much demo, uh, bureaucracy, no? Bureaucratic red tape. They cannot go do their research kasi wala yung funding. Yung funding nandoon doon sa pagbili ng bakuna, pagbili ng kung ano-ano, pagbigay ng ayuda, no? Maraming marami talaga nangyari na ang feeling ko, Paolo, kung magiging vice president ako, no? At magiging uh, uh, receptive yung magiging presidente, uh, I think we need to have a, a special commission to investigate what really happened in the handling of the COVID pandemic in the Philippines. Some people have to pay. We cannot let just the, let this thing go na walang, mang, walang uh, mananagot doon sa mga pagkakamali na yun. Kasi sana kung yung mga pagkakamali na yun ay hindi nasadya, sinadya. Oh, oh. Dahil, dahil talagang yun yung naiintindihan lang nilang gawin. O oh, nagkaroon ng mga pagkakamali kasi meron silang ibang interest. I think that is clear. No? Meron prophylaxis na available. Ayaw nilang pansinin kasi sinasabi nila para yan sa mga animal. No? Eh meron namang pagtao. Bakit hindi nila ini-entertain yun? Only to find out later na kaya pala ayaw nilang i-entertain yung prophylaxis na yun. Some people are waiting for a big pharma to come up with the cure. No? An alternative cure. Uh, isang uh, panibagong gamot to cure. Oh, isa yun. Pangalawa, uh, I heard stories no, from reliable sources that some people in some agencies are asking for, for alam mo na, para i-approve. Mga ganun. Reliable yun, ha? Of course, hindi naman tatanggapin yun ng mga nandun sa agencies na meron silang hinihingi or anything. But, nanggaling yun sa mga tao na may stake dun sa nangyayari. So, yeah. sino ang papaniwalaan mo? So, mangyayari dyan, dapat sa susunod ng administrasyon, maging isang komisyon uh, na magkaroon ng isang komisyon na mag-iimbestika kung ano yung nangyari kailangan may magbayad diyan sa pangyayari na yan kasi masyado tayong tinamaan, masyadong nanghirap, naghirap ang bayan dahil doon sa mga maling desisyon na ginawa ng Pangulo, no, ng ginoong Duterte at ng kanyang mga cabinet members. Understood. Um, alright, well thank you for that Mr. David. I have one last question for the COVID category then we'll go to on your you know, religion side. So the last one is, are you pro-mandated vaccination? Because, you know, the government right now is everyone should be vaccinated. You know, we'll do whatever we can so that you can get the vaccine, but we want you to get vaccinated. So the question is, are you pro that vaccination is a requirement or not? And aside from that, aside from that, are you also pro-vaccine in general or would you consider yourself an anti-vaxxer? 
in the sense that you want to give people the freedom to choose whether or not they get vaccinated. I'm anti-mandatory vaccination. Uh, I'm against mandatory vaccination kasi uh, right nung tao, no? Firstly, to be informed. Ano ba yung laman yan? Ano ba mangyayari sa akin and everything? At hindi lahat ng tao pwede magpabakuna kasi may mga comorbidities sila, may mga medical history sila na maaring ma-exacerbate ma- because of the vaccine. Maraming nangyaring ganyan, nakita naman natin sa data. Although DOH is still denying na, na maraming namatay dyan sa bakuna na yan, ano? Uh, may I ask you, Mr. Ben, sorry, before you continue. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that a lot of people died when getting yeah. the vaccine. May I ask who your sources are for that? Well, nandun naman sa mga ano eh. Sa mga nangyari naman eh. Uh, hindi na kailangan pa tong ano eh. Kumbaga mangyari, manggaling sa mga authorities. Maraming namatay talaga. Na, na, na pagkabakuna, nagkakaroon ng myocarditis. No? Yung iba talagang nalulong po na lang. Wala nang, ano, wala nang uh, gamot dun sa nangyayari sa kanila. No? Maraming ganyan. Yung first na 24 na mga tao na nasaksakan ng isang brand ng, ano, ng, uh, ng bakuna. Na? MNR, uh, 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 ang tawag dito, mRNA na vaccine. 24. Tatlo yung, 23 yung namatay. I mean, oo, 23 yung namatay doon. May isa, adversely affected, hindi, hindi nga lang namatay, na-paralyzed. But DOH is denying that. Ang sinasabi nila, may sakit na iba itong mga tao na to, kaya sila nagkagatot. Eh ano ba talaga yung totoo? Siyempre, yung mga nagsa-champion ng bakuna, they will, they will not admit to the fact that these people died because of the, the mRNA type of vaccines. No? Yun yung sinasabi ko. Kaya nga ang sinasabi ko, pagdating ng panahon, dapat magkaroon ng accounting kung ano ang nangyari. Yun. No? May, marami talaga. Even, even if you ask doctors. Yung mga doctors, hindi naman magsasalita yan kasi natatakot din sila na matanggalan ng lisensya. Eh. Diba? Pero sa mga discussion, sinasabi naman nila talaga yan. Others, uh, There are others na tinatanggap na gumamit ng prophylaxis ang mga tao pero hindi nila sasabihin publicly. Hindi ba sasabihin publicly ng mga doktor, for example, sa St. Luke's or sa Makati Med, na nagtetake sila nitong prophylaxis na ito. Kasi the minute na malaman niya ng DOH, mayroong threat na tatanggalan sila ng lisensya. Marami. Or for that matter, kung uh, doon sa mga nalalaman ni Dr. Montemayor, marami mga doktor ayaw magba- magpabakuna. Dahil alam nila kung ano yung contents ng makuna siguro, kaya ayaw nila. They, they gumamit na lang sila ng mga prophylaxis or they just uh, made themselves uh, yung, yung kanilang immunity strong no? uh, by taking vitamins, no, etc. Doing exercises. Yeah. Yun, essentially. Okay. Um, we could argue all night, uh, Mr. David, no, about Uh, vaccines because based on yeah. uh you know the the numbers i get from the world health organization uh from attending dr fauci's weekly meetings regarding covid we can argue all night about that and i don't want mm. to because 
you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. because different types <laughs> of there are other things that we need to discuss. Uh, uh, down the line, you know, I think it's a great idea that you know you said that there should be a checks and balances about this whole thing, and mm-hmm. hopefully we could have that. But you know, to our viewers, um, I just want to announce that you know I have a comorbidity. I have hypertension at the age of twenty nine, very young. But I took the vaccine, you know, two doses, and I'm okay. So I guess it's just more on let's see what happens. You know, I don't want to argue about that. Mm-hmm. I personally am not a doctor. Iba-iba yung responses, eh, Paolo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not a doctor. I only have information that I do that I have. But let's see down the line what these investigations will have. Mm-hmm. So, In my case, uh, as a disclosure, I did not take the vaccines. I had Belt's palsy uh, two years ago. And uh, uh, malinaw naman yun sa scientific literature that uh, I might get the bells again if I take the vaccine. Vaccine. Understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, there are like people also get um, shingles as well. I mean, it depends, right? It really yeah, depends. Yeah. So thank you for that, uh, Mr. David. So the next category that I want to talk about is on religion, right? Mm-hmm. So you are considered to be a conservative candidate. And you still believe in the separation of church and state. You mentioned that in your platform. But in terms of policy decisions, will you allow your religious views to affect your judgment when it comes to policy making? Or will you be able to separate what you believe in terms of religious, you know, your religiousness from what you think is best for the country? Uh Sa, sa tingin ko, Paolo, I will just cross the bridge and get there. No? Uh, kumbaga, wala naman ako nakikita doon sa aking faith, no? being a Catholic. Na if I put, if I put those uh, certain things uh, in, into policy na makakasama to sa mga tao, okay? uh, still theoretical yan, but I can also ask you or some of our uh, viewers, no? uh, ano ba yung mga nakikita nyo na, ano, na mga posibleng polisiya na gagawin ng isang gobyerno katulad ng gobyerno na gusto namin, no? isang conservative na government na makakasama dun sa individual freedom ng mga tao. Yun yung maganda dito pag-usapan. No? Uh, mahirap sabihin na hindi ko na hindi ko gagamitin yung aking faith sa paggawa ng mga pulisiya. Dahil wala naman ako nakikita na masama doon sa faith ko na kung gawin kong policy, eh, makakasama sa ibang tao. So you, you, you tell me, you tell me, what kinds of policy na, na posibleng gawin ng isang conservative Catholic na makakasama sa ibang tao? Okay, um, I'm glad that you mentioned that. So I do have four questions that you know are topics that a lot of people would want to know your positions on and why you okay. would um, have those kinds of positions, right? So the first question is, if you do win, you know, for VP or even or even right now as a candidate, will you support a, move, a movement that would pass the anti-LGBT discrimination bill, wherein you know in this bill people of the LGBT community cannot be discriminated in terms of jobs, in terms of using bathrooms, etc. Uh, I'm not in favor of giving them special rights. Uh, special rights that are not uh, 
uh, likewise given to other uh, people like the elderly or the PWD, the children, the women, uh, or the indigenous peoples. No? Kasi yan, mas natural yung classification na yun. Eh, no? Mas natural yun. So, when you are born with, uh, with uh, disabilities, for example, or you acquire disabilities, uh, yung pagiging matanda, no? yung, yung uh, pagiging babae, pagiging bata, ganyan. Uh, hindi naman natin sila binigyan talaga ng, ano, kumbaga, hindi yun special rights kasi natural sa kanila yun. No? Yung sa LGBT kasi, uh, uh, my apologies, ha? have we seen a gay gene? Does science have any evidence of the existence of a gay gene? Wala, di ba? There's no such thing. There's no such thing. It's not something that is acquired genetically. At worst, or at, uh, at best, at best, it is physiological. That can be, well, remedied, which I do not, I, I, I do not wish to, to, ano, no, to, to force the issue that it can be remedied, but physiologically, if you want to, to, if it's your choice to have it remedied, you can have it remedied medically. No? So it's not something that is natural. So I'm not going to give them special rights just because they wanted to. Ganun lang naman ang position ko dyan. No? At kung mayroon mang mga magiging polisiya, no? kasi I haven't, I, I, I haven't seen yung talagang general evidence no? na nagsasabi that these people are discriminated. In fact, it's the other way around. No? Sino ba ang may control, for example, ng uh, decision sa media? How things are going to be, ano, uh, uh, kumbaga, program sa mga television, etc. Nandiyan mga ang mga creative people dyan, sa LGBT, mga galing ng LGBT community. In fact, it's the ang minsan ang nadidiscriminate, yung straight eh, hindi yung LGBT. Ha? So, itong bagay na to, uh, Paolo, wala akong, ano, wala akong, in fact, meron akong mga kamag-anak na nasa LGBT eh. Pero hindi ko inaano yun. No? Kung baga, pag-usapan natin to ng mas maayos, hindi tayo yung tipong uh, anecdotal evidence pagkatapos magiging generalized na LGBT is being discriminated uh, on the basis of one, two, three, four incidences, no? Baka stupido lang talaga yung nag-discriminate sa kanila. Pero um, the general public is not dis discriminating these people. May mga ilan lang siguro, no? Na hindi nakakaintindi. Walang, walang pag-respeto sa kapwa nila. Kaya yung mga, kunwari, yung mga gay na nakikita natin sa kalsada na binabastos, Eh, bastos talaga yung tao eh. So you don't think that there should be an anti-discrimination not to protect those individuals? Because you did mention, Mr. David, that um, there are you're not saying that everyone is a bad person because that's so hard to say something like that. But yes. there are bad people out there. And you mentioned that, you know, there are people on the roads, on the streets, who would 
um, throw insults, who would catcall or whatever. The LGBT. Meron naman na tayong mga batas dyan, di ba, Paolo? Meron naman na tayong mga batas dyan. Ang, ang crucial kasi dito sa LGBT community na desire ng ano, yung sinasabi nilang anti-discrimination, is not really, it's not really on that ano, sense eh. Nandun sa sense na gusto nila, for example, na magkaroon ng rights sa civil union or uh, same-sex marriage, magandang. yun yung pinaka-crucial doon eh. Okay. Nagiging ano na lang to eh, nagiging vehicle na lang to na sinasabi yung discriminatory against the LGBT para yeah. lang ma-amplify yung kaso na gusto nila magkaroon ng same-sex marriage and same-sex union sa Pilipinas. Okay. That, that's how I look at it, no? But yeah. let's discuss it. Let, let us discuss it. Pero yung pagkakaroon ng same-sex marriage, talagang close ako doon, no? And okay. even sa civil union, kasi kung kung yung rights lang naman ng magpartner na nag-gay no uh, both men and women ganyan eh fully addressed na yan ng existing laws eh Actually um Mr. David if you don't mind me interjecting Okay so here's the one thing uh because I do understand that you know for certain religions they wouldn't ha- they wouldn't accept same-sex marriage that's why there's a push for you know, same-sex civil union, so mm-hmm. that it would be under, you know, government, which is no religion at all, right? Government is government, uh, religion is religion. Now, you mentioned that um, current laws address, let's say, you know, two gay men who are partners and all these things. I can tell you that um, when, for example, a simple thing as insurance, life insurance, unless you and that person are married you cannot insure you cannot give that person your insurance money because obviously when you have insurance right you have to have people who will get your insurance money if you die now in the current laws um let's say for example for example i'm a gay man let's just say that's that's the case right i'm a gay man and i have a partner and i get an insurance right now i cannot put my partner as my beneficiary Mm -hmm. unless he and i are partners for more than 10 to 15 years now if i were to be married to him and then i get that insurance he can be my beneficiary asap so don't you think that that's a huge discrepancy right there or a huge discrimination right there wherein you know um let's say you know, for that alone, just insurance. Let's say he's my the only person I want to give money to for that mm. part of insurance. Don't you think it's unfair that I have to be with him for 10 to 15 years before he could be my beneficiary? Unless, unlike, let's say, there's same-sex civil union wherein once we're married, once we have that certificate, I can put his name, he can be my beneficiary. Let's go to that simple first. Mm. You can always amend the rules. No, so don't, don't, don't you think that's unfair? I, 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 I don't want to have uh, isang, isang batas na nandoon na lahat. Yung gusto mangyari ng LGBT. No? Sorry, you don't want to have? Oo, yung ganun na isang buo na lahat ng gusto nyo nandoon na. O lahat ng gusto nila nandoon na. Ano ba yung mga specifics? Kunwari, sa insurance. Then let's make uh, an amendment to that. No? Na, na pwede. Kasi pwede naman kang magbigay ng ano eh. Kumbaga may will ka eh. Oh, wala naman magko-question nun. For example, tayong dalawa, 
yung kung ako mamamatay, yung yung ari-arian ko na gusto kong ibigay sa iyo, pwede ko naman isulat 'yun. Yeah, but sorry Mr. David. Hindi naman 'yan, hindi naman 'yung pwedeng questionin kung kung ikaw 'yung gusto kong pagbigyan eh, di ba? Yeah, but sorry, that's under the will. But sorry, the example I use is insurance wherein that doesn't really cover each other. Those are two different things. I I'm not familiar with that thing uh Paolo, no. I I will not hazard the uh, okay. answer to that, no. But but ang sa akin, ano ba yung mga uh, it's not it's not really discriminatory eh. Kasi hindi naman na contemplate yon nung time na ginagawa yung batas eh na maging discriminatory siya. 'Di ba? Iba yung ginawa yung batas to discriminate. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when the law was uh, when the law was crafted, we were not even thinking of these things. So now There are certain things that are happening that are not being addressed by certain laws. By for, by all means, let's make amendments to those laws so that everybody gets uh, the benefit na dapat nilang makuha doon sa batas na yun. You, you must remember, hindi, yung, yung, yung LGBT thing, no? this LGBT phenomenon, no? did not happen just yesterday. Ano, in, did not happen a long time ago. Uh, medyo bago-bago pa yan, doon sa mga panahon na nauna na nasulat yung mga batas, hindi natin naisip yun. Hindi natin naisip nung ginagawa yung batas na mayroon pa ng mga ganitong mangyayari in the future. So, you should not be saying na discriminatory yung law because hindi naman na-contemplate yun nung time na yun dahil hindi pa naman nila nung gumagawa, yung mga gumagawa ng tupatas, hindi pa nila naisip na mayroong mga ganong mangyayari. Para lang yan sa ano eh, uh, na-contemplate ba natin nung, nung time na gumagawa ng batas noon na magkakaroon ng surge sa online uh, activities in terms of businesses, uh, other stuff, no? Or even crimes? Wala. Hindi natin naisip yan before. So now we have, we have an anti-cybercrime law. Because nangyari na ngayon eh. So we need to address it, di ba? So yeah. it's, to me, it's not discriminatory just because it was not addressed before. Because the, the crafters, no? the legislators before, did not think of such phenomenon happening. So um, when it comes to that, Mr. David, mm-hmm. um, we can argue about history, right? I mean, again, I don't want to get into that because that's yeah. then our discussion. Uh, whether about you know when gay people or LGBT people were first recorded in history again too long of a discussion to have right now yeah but here's the thing um I never mentioned and I don't believe that laws were written to be discriminatory I, I mean I don't believe that in general but you know signs of the times right when a law has been outdated it does become discriminatory because it is outdated mm-hmm. right I'll give you an example. Um, let's talk about, you know, not in the Philippines, uh, but, you know, let's just talk about worldwide, okay? You know, for mm-hmm. better examples. Um, before in the U.S., women weren't allowed to vote, but they had to fight for that bill so that they would be allowed to vote. Back then, it was mm-hmm. written that only men should vote because, you know, back in the day, men were seen as the ones who were the ones who'd bring home the bacon, things like that. Women were seen as the take care of the children. But then again, you know, women say, hey, you know, We are citizens of this land. 
we want to vote. So they passed that law. The next one is segregation, segregation laws. Back in the day, uh, in the U.S., white people and black people were separated, whether in buses, drinking fountains, schools, etc. But that law became updated because people realized that, hey, um, black people and white people are equal. So the question is more about, we have laws here in the Philippines, I agree, that usually would cover certain things. But the question is not on the basis of, were these laws written with an insidious intent to discriminate people? I don't think so. Yeah. But the question is more on, can we m make changes to these laws? Use the anti-cybercrime law as an example. So don't you think that the anti-discrimination law for LGBT people could be their version of the anti-cybercrime law. Because, you know, here's the thing. Uh, back in the day, when you hear, you know, gay people and things, are like, and things like that, sure, some of them end up becoming in business, you know, as comedians, um, writers, directors, whatever, and so forth. But there's this, um, sorry, there's this uh, thought that for as long as you're gay or even if you're transgender, you'll work in a parlor. You cannot work in a bank. You cannot be an executive in an insurance company or all of these things. That's why when the BPO industry came to the Philippines, so many um, LGBT people were able to lift themselves from poverty, get themselves professional jobs that paid well because mm. the BPO industry did not care. They're like, you know, for as long as you did the job well, you're not a criminal, you're hired. Right? So it's Maybe more about uh, Excuse me. Sure. Meron bang uh, meron bang uh, trabaho na nadi-discriminate yung uh, LGBT? So when it comes to that, Mr. Right David, yeah. So uh, I'll just answer that, uh, Mr. David. So mm -hmm. th the same way that you answered with the doctors not wanting to get you know vaccines and such, I have heard horror stories of people who were you know math majors in UP, who were math majors in great schools who mm -hmm. wanted to get jobs in big banks, right? I don't remember the exact position, but, you know, these were good, high-paying jobs. But because they expressed their, you know, their gender sexuality or their gender uh, for being LGBT, they weren't, they weren't plainly told that, hey, we're not going to hire you because you're part of the LGBT community. They just never heard from them again. And these are people who were honor students and all these things. So it's not like that these are guys or girls who had like 70, 71 as final grades. These are honor students who just never heard from them again. So to answer your question, the same way you answered the one about doctors not getting vaccinated, we hear these stories. They're not recorded because obviously if they're recorded, then the companies could be in trouble, right? Mm. But they do happen. And that's why, you know, the question is more about do you support the bill? that would help LGBT people get the jobs that they want, that they deserve, based on the merit of their grades, on their, you know, on who they are as human beings in terms of personality. Okay. Major dangerous, Yanni. Mm -hmm. It's a dangerous thing, no? I can always pretend. Sure. I can always pretend that if I apply for a job, and and the the employer did not hire me i can always file a case against the employer kasi merong final provisions yung ano na yun eh yung yung pinupush na law na yan eh 
-hmm. they can always file a case against the employer and they will simply say, I was not hired because I'm a member of the LGBT community because uh, there is gender discrimination or something. Yun yung, yun yung danger dyan. Iniiwasan natin yun. Maraming mga bagay na, for example, uh, may, mga, may mga examples dyan na, na kunwari, meron akong na-utter na isang word na medyo offensive dun sa, sa, sa isang gay. No? Pwede nga akong pailan ng kaso, pero hindi naman ko minimin, nagkaroon lang ako ng slip of the tongue or, or probably I was misinformed about something, mga ganun. No? I, can, I can be sued no? for simple matters such as that. Kaya nga dapat pag-aralan natin maigi to. Kung ano man yung, yung kumbaga yung crucial na sinasabi na discriminatory dun sa mga existing laws, isa-isahin natin yun. Wag naman yung blanket na bigyan natin ng rights, ng special rights yung LGBT community. Can I ask you, Mr. David? Um, sorry, I get your point. And that's why I believe that you know, in the anti-discrimination law, there are procedures for that, right? Just because if you say a certain term, I don't think it automatically means that you would get sued. Of course, there are certain um, steps to be followed and all of these things, right? Hindi, isang magandang example dyan, Paolo, yung paggamit ng comfort room. No? Okay. I can always pretend that I'm a member of the gay community and enter a female bathroom. But the thing... Um, yeah. Um, but the thing is... Pero dyan lahat yan eh. Doon sa hinihingi eh. Doon sa batas na yun eh. Sure, Di ba nagkakulong nga nun yung isang, yung isang gay na pumasok doon sa ano sa bathroom ng mga babae, hininto siya ng gwardiya, tapos nagkagulo na doon. Uh, maraming, maraming, ano, maraming uh, bagay na dapat natin pagtingnan pag ng maigi bago tayo pumasok doon sa bagay na yun. Sure. Um, I'm, not, I'm not against the LGBT community. I love them. But I cannot give them special rights outside of what other uh, categories of people uh, uh, are ano, benefit, benefiting from. No? Yun, yun lang yung position ko. Okay. Perhaps when the doctrine of the church has changed, then it would be easier for me to handle it. No? But in so far as the doctrine of the church is concerned, wala pa naman pinag-uusapan na pwede ang same-sex marriage or yung civil union. No? You just have to understand me. I, I'm a Catholic who happens to be running for public office. I will always, I will always uphold the teachings of the faith. Pagdating sa bagay na yan, we just have to respect each other on that. No? Now, if if the Catholic Church changes its its uh, doctrine in so far as uh, same-sex unions or same-sex marriage are are concerned then it would be easier for me to accept it. Parang ganun lang. Okay. But, but, uh, but I, will not, I will not court the, the, the support of the LGBT community na even if they see that I'm qualified and uh, I, I'm worthy of the position of being a vice president and they will not vote for me because of my position with the, with the uh, proposed law, then Ewan ko, siguro lang, hindi ko, 
okay lang sa akin. Huwag mo ako iboto kung yun lang yung kung, kung yun lang yung pagbabasihan kung boboto mo ako o hindi, no? Yun yun yung sa akin. Marami akong ibang bagay na pwedeng maitulong, pwedeng magawa para sa mga kababayan natin. Hindi lang naman tungkol sa LGBT. No? Ngayon, kung yung LGBT community will not vote for me because of my position on the matter, so be it. I will not change my position just because I'm courting votes. Ganun lang kasimple yung aking position dyan sa bagay na yan. Okay. Um, understood, uh, Mr. David. No? So, you know, we can argue all night about that and all these things. Yeah. But the thing is just more about, um, I just want to ask you one last question. I thought, you know, from your statements, mm-hmm. we got the answer to all my other questions. So uh, I won't ask those questions anymore. Okay. But here's the thing. You kept on mentioning that you don't want to give them special rights and all of these things, right? And that you mentioned that you could just pretend to be a transgender person and go use the women's bathroom because gay men would never use the women's bathroom because, again, the term is gay men as compared to lesbians who are women would never use the male bathroom because they are women. Mm-hmm. So I just want to ask you right now, uh, Mr. David, no? Since you're the one who gave that example about you, you know, sorry, theoretically, you would pretend mm-hmm. to be a woman or feel like a woman to go to the women's bathroom. Have you heard of any time when that happened wherein a straight man or a man pretended to be a woman entered the bathroom just to harass a woman? Have you heard? Well, any- there are even men, uh, straight men going straight to the those are two different things though mr david yeah yeah i know Pero, so I'm talking about for that particular oh, okay. not the straight man not the straight that man that is always a possibility paolo that is always a possibility okay so we, we don't want to do we want uh, we don't want that thing to happen it's always a possibility as as the proposals were written uh, pwedeng mangyari yun, no? Kaya gusto nating iwasan yon. Sa katulad ko na may anak na mga babae, no? O mayroong kapatid na babae, etc. No? Mga batang babae na gagamit ng CR ng babae tapos bigla may papasok doon na nagpe-pretend na ano, no? Talagang hindi katanggap-tanggap yon, no? Kaya iniiwasan na lang natin muna yan na mangyari. Kaya nga, yun yung binigay kong example. Because malaki yung posibilidad. Kung kung yung ang straight man eh, nakakapasok, pumapasok ng pilit minsan eh para mangharas ng babae sa loob ng CR ng babae. Eh ano pa kaya yung, 'di ba, mas magiging napakadali, magpe-pretend na lang ako, magsusuot na lang ako ng damit ng ng babae and and I will say that that I'm I'm gay and I feel like a woman, I can one enter the place. Who will stop me? Kaya ayoko magkaroon ng mga ganong uri ng ano, ng uri ng uh, batas, no? That will put put in jeopardy yung 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 welfare naman ng ng ibang ano, ng kababaihan in in in, in general, no? Kasi sila yung magwedeng maging biktima din dito, no? Kaya mas mahabang panahon yung pag-uusap na dapat nating ibigay sa mga bagay na ito. Uh, sa aking palagay, sa panahon na ito, no? Uh, hindi ko pa kayang tanggapin yung mga ganong proposals. Hindi pa ako nakahanda para doon. Ngayon, 
Kung ang simbahan, katulad ng sinabi ko, ay nagpalit ng doktrina hinggil dyan sa bagay na yan, mas madali ko matatanggap. At hindi mo na ako aasahan na mag-o-oppose pa. Dahil yung doktrina ng simbahan na pinalitan, eh produkto din naman yan ng pag-aaral at discernment ng mga pakaraming tao bago mapalitan ang isang doktrina. No? So doon lang natin muna ihinto yung usapan. No? I am a Catholic who happens to be running for public office. If the LGBT community will not vote for me because of my position on the matter, so be it. But I'm telling you, I'm telling the LGBT community, there are a lot of things that I can do to help them in everything that they need. No? Outside of certain certain uh, matters no? that are not acceptable to my faith. Okay. So I get that, uh, Mr. David, and I just okay. have one last thing to say. You know, as a food for thought, I don't want any more arguments. Just a pure yeah, food yeah, for thought. Yeah, yeah, that's not um, you, Yeah, you and I um, were connected on Facebook. Um, you know, we're we're connected on Facebook, and we can discuss this offline. You know, amongst ourselves in the days after. But I just want to give you a food yes. for thought before I get to my last two questions, which is about mm-hmm. yourself. So you mentioned that. Um, so the whole bathroom thing. You said that there are men, straight men, who just enter the bathroom because they just want to abuse women, right? That, that's mm-hmm. what you said. So mas lalo pa if we pass a law wherein you know we accept the LGBT community, you know they can use the bathroom. You said that there may be people who will just wear a wig, maybe wear a dress or whatever, go into the bathroom just to harass women. So the question is, is it the LGBT people who are the problem? Or are or or is it men who are looking to harass women who are the problem? That well, is a thought yeah. for you, Mr. Levin. May problema talaga yung mga lalaking ganun. So if that nagbigay ka ng ano eh, nag, nagbigay ka lalo na pagkakataon na gawin nila yung mga nais nila yeah. na ganong bagay, di ba? Yeah, so, I get that. Yeah, but I, I get that. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I understand your concern. But it's more about should we punish the LGBT community for some for you know um a harassment done by non-LGBT people. Because remember, you the example that we gave were straight men just going to the bathroom. They just want to harass women, you know, maniacsilla or whatever. Right? Then what you're saying is if we give this freedom to LGBT people who all they want to do, a lot of them, is just to pee or poo or fix their makeup or whatever in the bathroom. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Should we punish them for just wanting to use the bathroom and not harm anyone because of a few individuals who just want to harass women? That's okay. the point. That's As the a food. compromise, Paolo. As a compromise. Okay. Let's have a separate bathroom for them. So a uh, gender neutral bathroom. That is not that is that is not ano, that is not punishing anyone. No? So kung gusto mo yung bathroom na ganon, kung gay ka, gusto mo dun na magayos ng makeup mo, sige. No? It doesn't have to be in the uh, woman uh, in women's comfort rooms. Kung gay man ka, di ba? O kung kung babae ka naman. Uh, sa babae, actually, yung mga lesbian, hindi nila problema yan eh. Mas malaki ang problema doon sa issue nung sa mga lalaki. Kasi yung mga, 
marami naman dun sa mga yung mga lesbians naman hindi naman pumapasok sa sa ano eh sa sa comfort room ng, ng mga lalaki di ba alam naman natin yun pero yung sa lalaki kasi yung mga gay men may mga nagusto na pumasok doon sa 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 ano so let's have comfort rooms that are uh, gender free kumbaga no uh, gender free doon, sige okay lang wala namang problema Uh, for as long as you lock it, pag nandodong ka na, yung gagawin mo yung ano mo, whatever you wish to do. No? Uh, wala naman problema doon. In fact, existing na yan. Eh. Marami naman, di ba? So, you know, as a vice president, let's assume that you win, would you push that all establishments would have a gender-neutral bathroom for the LGBT community? I guess that's a question for you, for that one. Yeah, sure. In fact, wala naman ako lang naman yung establishments na separate yung bathrooms eh. when you go to a, a famous coffee shop isa lang naman ang bathroom di ba uh, maraming maraming mga 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 restaurants na iisa lang ang bathroom hindi naman separate di ba ano nangyayari kung babae yung naunang pumasok lalak niya lang or kung lalaki yung pumasok lalak niya lang ganun lang okay yeah wala walang problema doon uh, we can do that we can do that uh, for as long as wala namang nasasaktan doon sa mga gagawin nating policies uh, sa akin okay lang yon no uh, pero kung kung ano na yung mga bagay na taliwas na doon sa pinaniniwalaan ko sa pananampalataya ko hindi ko gagawin talaga well yun yung aking position no? yun yung aking position All right, well, Mr. David, thank you. I just have last two questions. I know we're over time here, and thank you so much for... I can go up to 12 o'clock if you want. Spotify won't allow me to to upload an episode that long, but trust me, this has been an, a, a very great talk with you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So I do have uh, two more questions for you, mm-hmm. and this is for the last c- category, which is about Rizalito David, right? So my first question is, If you weren't running for VP, so let's assume you didn't run. Um, obviously, you're going to vote for Mr. Montemayor for president, right? Obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're a regular citizen. From the current uh, VP candidates, right? who do you think is the best one aside from yourself? Because obviously, you wouldn't have run if you didn't think that you were the best one. But from the current lot that we have, who would you vote for for VP? If you were I already said it earlier, uh, Paolo. I would support Soto, Senator Soto, because he has been a good ally uh, for the pro-life movement. Uh, wala naman ako nakita sa kanya ng mga scandals. Uh, uh, I've, I've seen him as a decent person. No? Uh, hindi naman siya. Ano, every time na magkikita kami, we talk, ganyan. I think he's going to be a very good vice president. And uh, I believe he's likewise prepared to become president should should uh, uh, yung president na ma-elect would get incapacitated or anything. He's prepared to do that. Yun. Uh, ang position ko, uh, I, would, I would support Soto. Uh, okay. Uh, and the last question I want to ask you, uh, Mr. David, before we end the episode is, if you do not win for vice president, what is next for Mr. Rizalito David? I will continue on doing my mission. As I've said kanina, the more important thing here is the message. 
the message. Uh, we are not called to be successful. We are only called to be faithful. Yun yung sa akin. So, in doing this, uh, I, I, I'm saying that I'm being faithful to my to my pananampalataya, no? to my faith. Kung hindi ako mag-succeed, fine. Ang importante, I was able to 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 ano sow some seeds no uh, sa sa pag-iisip at uh, pag-post sa puso ng maraming tao right now marami nang nakakaintindi doon sa sinasabi ko no na yung dalawa yung pinakamalaking problema natin Paolo ngayon no more than the more than poverty more than criminality more than corruption ang pinakamalaking problema natin at pinag-uugatan ng lahat nitong problemang iba eh yung kawalan na ng moral guidepost. Yung amorality, the absence of morals. It's not even, I don't even call uh, an act as immoral. Because wala ka ng basis. Eh. Kaya amoral na tayo. Eh. So I want the moral guidepost, no? the ethical moral law to, to be restored in society, not only in government, in society, things happen. Corruption is always a two-way street. No? Kung walang magbibigay, walang tatanggap. Kung walang, nang, walang manghihingi, kung walang nagbibigay. Di ba? Yan yan eh. So lahat, lahat ito, uh, lahat ito pinagmumulan ito, nagkulang na tayo sa ano, nag, nag, nagkulang tayo dun sa pagtanaw kung ano ba talaga yung mas importanteng bagay sa lipunan. Yun yung sa akin yung moralidad. I'm not saying that I'm a saint. I'm a simple person. I have made mistakes in my life. But I realize that the only way by which we can be progressive no, is to be conservative in certain things. Kaya nga minsan sinasabi ko, conservatism is the new progressive. No? Because conservatism uh, sa, sa pag, pagtingin ko ngayon, is, is the only way by which we can uh, continue to perpetuate humanity. To perpetuate humanity. Yun yung akin, no? pagtingin ko sa bagay na yan. So, yun ang parati kong sinasabi. Um, I will do the same things that I've been doing. I will advocate for the same things that I've been advocating. Even if I do not win as vice president. For as long as, as I still have the energy to do it, I will do it until I become old and weary and unable to move anymore. No? Yun lang ang sa akin. No? Uh, but you can count on me. If I become vice president, I'll make sure that... that, that uh, and I'm not making any promises. No? Okay. I'm not making any promises. It's a certainty that I will do anything and everything to make the lives of our people better. Yun lang ang, ang aking ano. Because I see that the Philippines is destined to greatness. The only problem is we fail. No? We always fail to love each other so much that we could we could do all these things. Well, parati tayong nahihinto eh. Pagka pag pinag-uusapan na yung gagawin mo ba to na makakabuti sa mga tao, na maaring makabawas doon sa 
sa kabutihan ng sarili mong interes, hihinto ka eh. Kasi isipin na po, tatamaan yung sarili kong interes eh. So titigil ka. Pero kung matindi yung pagmamahal mo sa kapwa mo, kahit tatamaan yung sarili mong interes, mababawasan yung kita mo, ng businesses mo, etc. No? Gagawin mo kasi nakikita mo na mas makakatulong sa mas maraming tao. Yan ang fundamental problem natin. It's not the lack of the political will. It's the lack of the moral, ethical will. We fail in many instances to love as much as we should other people. Because if we really love our people, then we will do what is best for our people. Eh, hindi ganun ang nangyayari. Hindi ganun ang nangyayari ngayon. Kaya kailangan natin balik yung you know, moral guidepost natin. Kailangan natin ibalik yung faith. Kailangan natin balik yung, yung, yung hope that we can give to other people. And kailangan natin ma- maibalik talaga yung pag-ibig pa sa isa't isa. No? For all you know, pwede natin mapag-usapan even the most delicate of issues concerning the faith, concerning the welfare of uh, certain sectors in society. No? If we only truly love our fellows, yung kapwa natin. Yung sa akin, Paolo, yun ang parati kong uh, dala-dala. Magmula pa nung bata ako. Yun. Kaya nga minsan, yung pati buhay mo na naalalagay sa alanganin dahil dyan sa pagmamahal na yun sa kapwa. Again, I'm not a saint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very clear. But, you know, that's, that's a great message uh, mr david so thank you so much thank um, you our viewers um thank you for listening mr david thank you for being here before i let you go though um i personally know where to contact you obviously but you know let's say we have listeners especially to our spotify listeners tomorrow who may want to you know maybe ask for your platform or ask you certain questions or want to hear you know your explanation for certain beliefs or certain positions Uh, what social media channels do you have where they could uh, contact you? I I only have two, pero hindi ko naman nagagamit yung isa sa Facebook, no? Yung Risalito David sa Facebook, yun lang naman. Mapagka naman inano mo doon, uh, yung may Jose Risalito Yap David na pangalan na Risalito David, eh, no? Then, uh, yung... Yung mga messages naman sa messenger, natatanggap ko naman yan pagka nasa laptop ako. Eh. Minsan sa sa cellphone kasi hindi lumalabas. Eh. I don't know why. No? Pero pag nasa laptop ako, nakikita ko lahat. So nakaka-respond ako kaagad. Naibibigay ko kung ano yung, yung paano ko makokontak, yung telephone number, kung gusto mo akong tawagan, yung mga ganun. No? Yeah. Uh, But salito you... David lang sa Facebook. Okay, how about other channels aside from Facebook? Where else can they reach? Uh, hindi, alam mo, alam mo, Paolo, arkaik ako eh. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> hindi ako masyado maano doon sa social media. Minintayin ko lang talaga yung Facebook. Kaya nga pagka yung Facebook, medyo na ano ako, yung tipong may mga napitawan ako salita doon, tapos ma-sensor ako or anything. Kamukha nung minsan, isang linggo ako hindi makapag-post. Medyo sa ko. nakakalungkot naman to. <laughs> Kasi yun lang talaga yung ginagamit ko. Eh. 
All right, but uh, is it okay if I mention about your Instagram though, just in case if there are people who are more? Oh, there's an Instagram account, yes, which I hardly use. <laughs> yes. Yes. <please>. Okay, so <laughs> um, you know, if you're a Facebook fan, just go to Rizalito David. You can find him there. He has his personal and his page. And if you're more of an Instagram user that Mr. David barely uses, apparently, uh, <laughs> as well. um, you may contact him there. Uh, he'll send you his platform and try to answer all your questions. Yes. Mr. David, um, it's been an honor, you know, with everything that you've accomplished in government uh, and what you've done with your life. Thank you so much for being here, for sharing your platform, your beliefs. Okay. Uh, to the younger people, thank you so much for that. Uh, you know, I don't want to let you go all of a sudden, but how about this? Um, how about you leave one last message for all our, you know, viewers and for our listeners on Spotify? Um, leave them a message that is close to your heart, like you know, just leave them any kind of message. Uh, we Filipinos are distinct to greatness. That is God's wish for us. Now, we just have to to do huh? to do the things that we're supposed to do to make us worthy of that wish, of that God's wish for us. So, kung pwede, uh, natin maigi, papaano natin gagawin. No? And we have to choose and elect the right leaders to lead us dito sa greatness na sinasabi ko the nation no? our nation is destined to greatness uh, yun lang yun lang talaga ang nais ko mangyari sa bayan natin no? na bago ako mamatay makita ko na masagaan ang buhay ng bawat isa pero nasa sa atin yan ang hinihingi natin parati sa Diyos ay yung courage for us to do all this stuff, no, all these things, uh, God will not give us to, will not give it to us on a silver platter. We have to work for it. But if we ask for courage, He will help us. And it is God's wish for us to be a great nation. And so let's let's do this all together. Thank you, Paolo. You honor me with with this interview. Uh, I hope we see each other in person in uh, soonest possible time. Yeah, I hope to be able to talk to you more about all of these things. But Mr. David, again, it, it's been great. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you very to, much too. To our viewers and to our Spotify li- listeners, Iglap will be back on Thursday with another episode. Not another candidate, but a different episode altogether. We'll be discussing human rights. But until then, Mr. David, Thank you so much for being here. Thank you and God bless, Paolo. Thank you. To the rest of us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye, everyone. Uh, Take care and uh, stay safe.